Today, Hunter Biden makes an appearance on Capitol Hill and the Supreme Court will hear a January 6th appeals case. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Hey, welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy hump day. You're in for a real treat today because we figured, you know, I mean, we're, we already got the strike on YouTube, so we're MIA there. So why not do a show with Jason Buttrell, of course, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, but also the, probably, like, you must be the most offensive person to a lot of people. <laughs> Gavin McInnes. That's why I've started dressing as an 11-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to soften the image. Well, I would like to point out, of course, host of Get Off My Lawn, uh, founder of the Proud Boys, um, but uh, the, I should say the infamous Gavin McInnes, which I would like to point out, I did say this off-air, you did dress up for Alex Stein, now you look like an 11-year-old well, boy. You're not exactly wearing a ballroom gown. Like, you have a tank top on. Okay, first of all, in my <laughs> defense, they told me the air was broken in here. And second of all, I do have very pretty flowy pants. Okay, you have fancy pants on. Thank you. And fancy boots. But Thank you. But your shirt is like a gym It's shirt. a one-piece. Oh, that's part of it? Yes. <laughs> well, now and that we've totally This guy's wearing derailed. a jean jacket. I thought I was on this brand. Is a, you this are. Is a major you are, upgrade. actually. I usually don't even have sleeves. <laughs> That's just kind of my thing. <laughs> it's a true story. Um, We're all so, dressed like little boys. <laughs> we, not that you've ever cared about this, Gavin, but we are, YouTube has already decided that I would be canceled for the week, so we don't have to worry about saying anything too offensive. Okay, good. Yeah. Because I wanted to talk about the Holocaust, and I want to talk about blacks going back to Africa, and obviously white supremacy <laughs> is on the table. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not sweating, you're sweating. Um, okay. I, just, I feel like if you're not getting strikes for being offensive, you're not doing doing it right. Yeah, I but I just tend to like get very bitter that I'm like, well, I know like five people off the top of my head who are talking about the trans issue and saying the same damn thing as me, and they haven't gotten a you strike. You know what's amazing? All these people that we see as so controversial are saying basically Obama and Hillary Clinton's politics from 2002. Yeah. Mm. Like we are moderates. Yeah. And Wikipedia calls us all far right. I know. But my politics are mundane. <laughs> <laughs> They're boring. It's true. It's normal dad stuff. I mean, hell, half the things that we've said, even just about immigration, to your point, uh -huh. Bernie Sanders was saying the same thing back yeah, in the day. Barack Obama was saying, we need yeah. strong borders. You don't have a country if you yeah. don't have borders. Bill Clinton. Clinton Barack Obama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill Clinton was the first one under like a campaign to say we need to build a wall. He did it down in San Diego. Yeah. Down there. He was the one that first started that. That was know. what a xenophobe. What a xenophobe. Well, like a lot of the the, the articles too that, that you're discussing today, when we read it here on the whatever you call us, far right, moderate right, <laughs> we read it and go, Yeah, I know, I told you that. Right. Like Derek Chauvin, the, the fall of Minneapolis.com, that documentary's out and it shows that he was on fentanyl and that that move that he had was actually in the police officer's training. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, yes. Can you believe this? Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, yes. I told you yeah. that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Yep, we did. The, I know we did the same thing. Even with this anti-Semitism that's uh -huh. going around, they're like, "Can you believe this?" And I go, "Yes, <laughs> I was telling you, you're importing people that hate us, yeah. and they hate whites and they hate Jews the same way, and you're promoting Marxism in college. That's training our kids to hate us. Mm -hmm. I warned you about this." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I recall, um, and we can get to this the story in a second, but I recall watching Jake Tapper after the October seventh attack. I was watching Jake Tapper res respond to a bunch of the Democrat lawmakers' reaction to. Um, what happened, particularly like, you know, the AOCs and Cori Bushes of the world. And he's like, I, do, do we, I think the Democrats may have a problem with anti-Semitism. I'm like, <laughs> have you met the squad? Thank Hello? You. Where have you been? Welcome aboard. <laughs> We've been talking and about this. You know this. they were heartbroken when they saw, like, there was that restaurant in Philly, the Goldie restaurant, some Jewish restaurant, and there was a mob out there screaming at them, defacing the windows, just like Crystal knocked. And you know they were praying for a MAGA hat somewhere in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there was no MAGA hat. <laughs> yeah. We're not your guys. Right, right. You started your guys. Yep, yeah. sure did. Told you so. Yeah. 2023 um, is the I told you so year. Yeah. I would argue 2022 was as well. Yeah. I mean, ever since COVID, it's just been a repeat of I told you so, I told you so. Oh, right, yeah, the so. vaccine, the masks, yep. we yep. told you so. Yep, exactly. Yeah, take that. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Oh, by the way, I did get, Gavin, you don't know this. Um, uh, so we did have, we have a swear jar and we do have fake money um, to use. I mean, real money because I'm just rolling in the dough. That's how I roll. And uh, it was stolen. And so we talked about it on the show that someone stole my money. And I, I think it was yesterday. I was like, I am lodging a formal HR complaint. Someone stole my stuff on my set. I demand an investigation. And uh, it turns out it was Glenn Beck's. <laughs> so, it's alarmingly so. similar. It's supposed to have like a disclaimer or not be Ben Franklin or something. So if you look at the, the but if you look at the back, it does say in prop we trust. Oh, that's pretty subtle. And copy. <laughs> yeah. And copy. That's pretty subtle. So we did. The money was returned. It was. It was an accidental. Uh, it was an accidental robbery. An accidental theft. And uh, he does own the place. So I guess we'll give him a pass on that. Um, so let's talk about Hunter Biden. So Hunter Biden uh, made an appearance on Capitol Hill today, this morning, where this is a very interesting press conference. Um, but I want to play some of it. He was like, "My dad had nothing to do with any of this, and MAGA Republicans are trying to use my addiction and manipulate it for." to get back at my father. And so I want to play uh, some of this here. Let's go to clip number one here. Uh, Hunter Biden talking about, of course, the MAGA right. Watch. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, what? a father, <laughs> a brother, a <laughs> and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University oh and God. Yale Law School. We don't need your resume. I'm Hunter. proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And how'd you get those jobs? And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. I bet you are. Yeah, that's what you're in trouble for. <laughs> for six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session, session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction. They have belittled my recovery. 
and they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, yep. who has do- devoted his <laughs> entire public life to service. His entire public life to service, which I would argue is a big problem. Like, I don't want anyone dedicating their entire life to public service. That's not how it's supposed to be. But I want to play one more for you guys, and then I want to get your um, your initial takeaways here. Let's play clip number two, where he goes on to talk about how uh, his father's never been involved, financially involved in anything that he's ever done. Watch. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. <laughs> as an artist. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Certainly not certainly. as an artist, which I am. Which um, I totally am. <laughs> <laughs> so, Reels. Also, it's just a coincidence that one of the buyers of my paintings was appointed as some, you know, uh, fancy what, whatever it is on the um, one of the boards that Joe Biden has appointed her. That's Chinese globalists are huge art buffs, especially <laughs> when you blow watercolors with a straw <laughs> and make these strange trees. <laughs> oh, that's a, I love those kind of tree. That's the best tree. Well, he did have the straws already laying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He's just he did. repurposing them. Um, so it's fascinating because he talks about invading, he says, MAGA Republicans have invaded my privacy and impugned my character. And it's like, well, which one of these is true? Because if, they, if I assume he's talking about the laptop, which it's like, I don't think they had to impugn your character. I think they your just- Your character's toast, bro. Like, you're the one who showed <laughs> us the exactly You're the one in your underwear you and sneakers with a scarf on <laughs> taking selfies. Like- That wasn't I, us. I didn't hack into your shit yeah. to get that. Yeah. You put it out there, you nerd, you loser, crackhead. You, you, you were so like high on whatever the hell, you left it at a store where you signed a form that said if you didn't come back to get it, it would be someone else's property. And you're the one who apparently films every second of your life seemingly naked. Yeah, well, I would, I, I, I would guess that he would classify me as one of those MAGA Republicans, yeah. even though I'm a libertarian. You bastard. But I know. But I will say, I will give him a compliment. I, I will not, you know, talk bad about him, nothing like that. Well, I will talk bad about it. But <laughs> this one compliment. I read. Th- Did you guys read through that report of all the different crimes? What was it? What was yeah, it was somebody like compiled that. Something. Yeah, it was on for Mar- days. Mar- the Marco Polo report. The Marco Polo report. Mm-hmm. You at some point when you're like not even halfway through it, you got to say, okay, that's impressive. You're a like, good criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you live the life, right? Yeah, that's how I feel about Sean King. I'm like, hats off to you. Hats off to you. Like, you you're a good hustler. Yeah. There's this one where, like, I'm, I'm reading through these, and it's like, got picked up two hooker, hookers at 12 uh, p.m., picked up three more hookers at 2 p.m. I'm like, two hours later? Three more? <laughs> All right, brother. I mean, okay. It's Have you ever done crack? Whatever credits do. I have not. It, it ravages your system. Like, if you have a good two-hour party on crack, you're comatose for three days. This guy would just blast through it did the opposite. weeks and yeah. weeks of crack. Like, he deserves the Hunter S. Thompson Award <laughs> for drug abuse. <laughs> he does. That's what we should be talking about here. This guy is impressive. 
I, uh, I some, that was kind of interesting. That one clip you played where he said he's not his dad was not financially financially, financially because that wasn't the story before. No, it, wasn't. it was he didn't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. Never talked to people never on the phone. Never spoke to my son about his business dealings. And then what we were talking about, we had more of those "I told you so" moments mm-hmm. that just kept on. When were we mm-hmm. talking with what was that guy Tony Bobulinski? Yes. Yeah, I was on Tucker like mm-hmm. two years ago, yeah. saying. Joe Biden is the big guy. He got 10%. Then we had uh, IRS audits. We saw that he was getting 10%. We've been screaming about this for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I have a feeling that the big guy may have been Joe Biden. And we're left here going... <laughs> what's so infuriating Help. about that is that that really got no coverage outside no, what that anywhere. one inner. What the hell? Can you imagine that with Trump? No. Oh my God! Donald what they Trump would do? Jr. You know, there are tons and tons of left-wing stories about Donald Trump Jr. doing cocaine. He doesn't do coke. Right. Donald Trump is a teetotaler. And they have no. And by the way, they have no evidence. They're just like, oh, he he He's looked a total like, cokehead. Yeah, he 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 was looked very hyper on that interview. So he must have been a, on coke. Yeah, he rubbed his nose. He's a right, cokehead. And right. you're like, I have Hunter, I, I have Hunter Biden smoking a crack pipe. It's not a, it's not a theory I have. Right, he sent right. out the video. <laughs> and then he's got a gun and there's like two prostitutes over there and he's shooting himself. And, and they're, they're literally finding cocaine in the White House. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what? Come on. And they're like, oh, it's a conundrum. I don't know where that came from. I wish we had cameras here. I wish we had cameras. I wish we had security. It's the, the White, White House. House. Why don't we have this? Stuff here, but there's worse. Who cares? <laughs> We've got money, Jason. There's worse stuff going on with him too, like these pictures of girls and getting. Yes. I, it's you know, there's a whole. If we're gonna keep being ahead of the curve, let's now predict that in a couple of years we'll be hearing about molestation. Mm-hmm. I mean, the inappropriate showers. What I've done crack before. It's not that great. Really? It's like Adderall and Red Bull or something. Yeah. It's not. It, you don't devote your life to it. Unless you're blocking out some horrible thing that happened to you that yep. your father did. This is just conjecture, of course. But I, it seems like there's all kinds of, of potential here for pedophilia. And I feel, I feel like Hunter Biden's escaping bad memories. Uh-huh. I feel like that or, was... Or re-enacting them in well, some cases well, from some of the stuff that I've read. That's how it happens. It recycles itself, right? You got molested, you molest. Right. Joe Biden's daughter, that, that diary entry uh-huh. was... Probably inappropriate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who has showers with their dad? Yeah. Not me. And plus, uh, hey, dad, I was going to have a shower. You want to pop in? <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Not, yeah, it's, I want to have a warm one. You cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll like that. All right, all right, come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> Why waste water? Yeah. <laughs> um, so apparently, uh, well, you know, Hunter was supposed to show up for this deposition on Capitol Hill, and instead he did this grandstanding outside. So Republicans are now initiating contempt of Congress proceedings against him for failing to appear uh, to his subpoenaed deposition. So um, if he if he is held in contempt of Congress by a committee vote, his case would go before the DOJ, which it's like. I mean, the DOJ was the one who's been running cover for him this whole time, right. so I'm not sure that they're going to do anything. But if they do agree to prosecute the case, he could face up to 12 months in jail or a fine of up to $100,000 if convicted, which will never happen, which is, I'm sure, he what he knows, which is why he's like, what are y'all going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hold me in contempt? What are you going to do? Put me in jail? You're not going to do that. I'm Joe Biden's son, so yeah. I'm just going to I would love to see other things that uh, 
that amount to a hundred thousand dollar fine and a year in jail. It's yeah. probably like whipping a brick through a Starbucks or not even that. I right. mean, the Antifa got away with that, no problem. Right. It's it's one of the most trivial punishments there are. Jan Six are looking at twenty two years for meandering, yeah. and he's looking at that. I mean, you hear about rapists and pedophiles getting out in in two years, three mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. This is so infuriating. I mean, I fully expect they want him to go down for a few, you know, ticky-tacky, like, you know, tax crimes, whatever. Anything to distract away from what Joe Biden was doing. I think that's the whole point. Um, this, this is the Al Capone thing. You know, like, yeah. we're right. going to get him on, t- you know, some kind of stupid tax charge. But, I mean, it, it, it infuriates me even that whatever he's going to get, none of us would be handed that, no. that sentence. No. I've had friends and family, no. their lives were ruined over, like, an IRS audit that went bad. Or some stupid thing they did on their taxes, but you know it, it, they had to sell their house and all this other crap. This is not going to harm yeah, him. We have two-tier justice in the. Oh, West. absolutely. Look at Tommy Robinson. He did, he did two prison sentences for contempt of court. The former, the only other case they could find in the past hundred years of contempt of court was some guy who told the judge to f off, and he got a thousand-dollar fine that he refused to pay. We have in America, in Canada, in Britain, we have two-tier justice, and if you are right-wing and if you offend the government, you get a completely different sentence than if you're Antifa or BLM. I, I have a, I was starting to think that they're prosecuting Hunter in a fake way where they're gonna, he's probably going to get a year probation. Yeah. And then they can come after Trump and say, look, we prosecute the left and the right. Yep. We're very fair. Exactly. We got Hunter, now we're getting Trump, and then Trump will get 400 years. Yep. Hearing you describe that, just the, the weaponized government, two-tier justice system. They own every asset of culture, media, Hollywood, everything, and then we're the fascists. Right. I, I, I can't I wish. F- how do you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to try out fascism. Give Gosh. us back that power and let's talk about it. Um, so, okay, so speaking of all of that, let's get into the, uh, the January 6th stuff after the break. But uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So those of you who are still with Big Mobile, uh, why are you doing that? Because Patriot Mobile is participating in the parallel economy. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And not only are they going to bring you the same exact nationwide service, the same exact, you know, um, you, you can bring your phone over, you can get a new one, you can bring your number over, you can get a new one. But you're going to know that the money that you're paying in your bill every month, they're going to funnel back through and actually donate some of that to conservative causes rather than causes that you're fighting against, which is what you're doing if you are still with Big Mobile. So check them out. Starting today, Patriot Mobile is extending their Black Friday deal to the Every Friday Matters deal. And you can get a free smartphone when you switch today. Um, Like I said, it's the same coverage. You get access to all three major networks. So there's no reason not to check them out. They're really, truly putting their money where their mouth is. Uh, They're sending money to the border. They're showing up at the border. They're helping flip school board. They are really in the fight along with us. So go check them out. Give them some support over at patriotmobile.com slash news. Use promo code FRIDAY76. You will get a free smartphone with that. It is patriotmobile.com slash news. All right. So as we talked yesterday about the Supreme Court potentially weighing in um, on the case brought against Donald Trump by special counsel Jack Smith on whether Trump has immunity for his particular J6 case um, because he was the president at the time. There's a separate 
Supreme Court uh, case going on. The Supreme Court said that it will hear arguments in an appeal case regarding three defendants accused of obstruction of an official proceeding in relation to January 6th. 2021, where the Supreme Court could potentially be set to overturn charges for, I think it's like uh, 300 people. I mean, it's hundreds of people, including Donald Trump. So very fascinating. Um, This is one of four charges that was brought against Trump because, you know, Jack Smith is determined to throw the guy in prison for anything that he can. I thought it was two related to this. Because I I thought it was almost half his case. To Trump, this is one of four. Okay. Well, that's what that's what this article says. I was yeah, I was. That's probably what it says. I was reading something Listen, else. Listen, when you get to ninety-one indictments, who the hell can keep track? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't no. know. Oh no, this is this is this is huge, really. I mean, this is there you go. This is this is a major blow to Jack Smith's case. Ma- major. I mean, we blow. hope. Yeah, I mean, plus I mean, you say it is a major blow, but like we haven't seen the ruling yet. But 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 much larger than Donald Trump, and then much larger than January sixth. Yes. Yes. I am. Freaking tired of the government doing these trumped-up bullcrap charges. They know that they don't have the case for that. They don't care. Like, what happens if you get if you get arrested for something? What always ends up happening? They'll tack on twenty other charges. Right. Like to make you take a plea. Right. Exactly. Means nothing. Like our, we don't even have justice in this country anymore. It means nothing. No, it feels. Fun. I don't make fun of the third world anymore. <laughs> I, every time I talk to a smart law guy, they go, "I can't see a way that Trump doesn't end up in jail." No. With these no. things, then that doesn't mean he's not running for president, and that doesn't mean he's not winning. Right. Mm-hmm. But he may be wearing orange. That's the and goal. I and I do think that that's that's that is that is the conversation to have is like okay, but then what? Because they like they clearly want him to go to prison. They're not bluffing. Like they would be perfectly happy to they imprison their political opponent. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So it's like, but then what happens to the country? Because that's, I mean, unheard of. So. I want to give you a few more details on this because I I find this fascinating. So um, there's more than 300 defendants that have faced the obstruction charge, which carries up to 20 years, to your point earlier, Gavin, up to 20 years behind bars. Uh, At least 152 people have been convicted of the charge or pleaded guilty to it. 108 have been sentenced. And a lower court judge dismissed the charge against former Boston police officer Joseph Fisher and two other defendants ruling that the charge didn't cover their conduct that day. And the appeal to the Supreme Court was filed by the lawyers for uh, Fisher, who is facing a seven-count indictment. So the district judge ruled that a defendant must have taken, quote, some action with respect to a document, record, or other object, end quote, to obstruct an official proceeding and found that prosecutors had stretched the law beyond its scope, inappropriately applying it to these cases. You think? Mm-hmm. So now they will review it. I mean, he, look, you said this is, this is a game changer. Uh, do you trust John Roberts? Do you trust Brett Kavanaugh? Do I- you trust... Neil Gorsuch. I didn't. I didn't trust them on the abortion issue either, and then they came through on that, which was which was a surprise. Um, no, I, I don't really trust them. But I mean, and what's what's funny is I think nailing Trump would be almost a bigger issue. This is hilarious than actually preserving the sacred right to murder babies. I, I actually think that they would <laughs> they would make that exception yeah. as long as they can throw him in jail. Yeah. This is this is a crazy conversation because, I mean, yeah, that, I, I see this as a much larger. Thing. I, I think that I almost want them to go ahead and be successful and throw Trump in prison so yeah. he can continue to run. been helping us so far. Every time they drop a new indictment, his poll numbers go up. Yep. I, I want to see him in prison continue to run and then give the middle finger when he, when he wins and walks out of there and then rains holy hellfire on everybody. I tell you what, I said this before on your show, 
when he reneged on Lock Her Up, that spent yeah, every that showed that he had the nuclear weapon but wasn't willing to fire it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no mutual assured destruction. Mm-hmm. He's got to reinstate that. Mm-hmm. He's got to say, "Okay, I didn't that. open this. I didn't open these floodgates. You did. Yeah. Now you're going to have to reap the whirlwind." It's like when your parents are away and you have this huge party and you're trashing the place and your dad comes home and he's like, "What the hell is going on? Everyone out!" Like we have to be super yeah. scared when dad comes back home because <laughs> yeah. we are we're Venezuelan. It's getting so bad. It's embarrassing. I don't make fun of the third world anymore. Like, and, and the logic has got to be creeping into the normies' minds because normies determine elections. Mm. 150 people have been charged, right? So you're telling me that out of that riot, they were all like, hey, did you know a major governmental proceeding is going on right now? <laughs> there, it's the national inauguration. Oh, it's 1.30, so Joe Biden is being sworn in. Oh, good, let's thwart that. Yeah. Let's uh, break a bunch of stuff so they have to delay this proceeding. I don't think one person there was thinking, I'm going to delay a government proceeding. We saw them walking out with what's it called, the lectern? Mm-hmm. Like they were all joking, posing in the desk with their feet up. Yep. This was not a, a, an overthrow. And everyone knows that. Yep. So I'm hoping the normies are like, you, what government proceeding were you overturning? Right. We don't know what you guys do behind closed doors. Right. How do we know? Oh, look, it's that time. Right. Well, I mean, also, let's be real. If there was some sort of overthrow that was to be attempted or an insurrection that was to be attempted, we're the side with all the guns. So we would have brought them. Yeah. Like, they would have oh, shown up fully awesome. armed. It would have been awesome. We a lot of this kind of stuff. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, it's weird. Because, like, that, I'm, I'm quite certain if they intended to do harm, that would have been the first thing that they brought. Yeah. And... They I don't didn't. know if you've been to a lot of revolutions, but people are not smiling. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're right. looking down, and they're going like that, and they're doing this, and they're going like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're not allowing the um, Capitol Police officers to give them a personal guided tour. Yes, yes. And, and like, fist bumping them. I don't, I don't see that happen. I, I, I really feel like the, the entire country is turning, and I mean, like, this month. It's a difficult thing to metric, right? We're talking about 331 million people. But I just feel like my kids are getting invited to play dates again. Uh, there's <laughs> something is going on. The, 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 there's been a seismic shift. And I think the left has ruined their brand. They overdid it with this mass persecution. And everyone hates them now. I, I think right. the left is dead. I, Woke is dead. I hope so. Um, okay, I, I know we got to go to break. But Jason, I want to ask you to clarify one thing that you said. You said... He'll be thrown in prison, he'll run from prison, he'll win in prison, and then he just walks out? How does that happen? Well, it's never happened before. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, how, like, how does he get to the point where I, he leaves prison? Does he, he can't, I, does he pardon him? So he can't pardon himself? I hereby pardon myself Can and he? walk out? I'm, well, he, can he can't do that with state prison, but Hochul mm. w- won't want to be the one holding the unicorn at bay. So she'll be like, I'm not going to take the responsibility of keeping your king from running the kingdom. So she's going to buckle. And release him. You think? Absolutely. Okay. That's why. That's that's what I. I'm like. I just need explained to me. I'm here what, for it, regardless. I got it's it, insane. and I'm not. I think. I mean, of course, he should th- throw everything at them because this is the moment where you have to teach them that what they're doing can't work. And but, and to, to clarify, the the reason I want to see that is because I want the entire country to see who these people really right, are. Right. What they're willing to do to you. Right. They're willing to do this to a former president. Yeah. 
Yeah. They sure as hell will do this to you. Yeah. And they have. We and they have. Exa it. You're yeah. exactly right. Exactly. Um, okay, we got to take another quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, um, this segment, Relief Factor. So Relief Factor is there for those of you who are living in constant pain. Maybe you have, you know, uh, knee problems, neck problems, um, back problems. What, oftentimes, it's actually the inflammation in your body that is causing all of that pain. And if you can just get rid of the inflammation, you don't need, like, a, a put a Band-Aid on the problem. You can actually just eliminate the root cause of your pain. So might I suggest you try Relief Factor. It's worked for me. It's worked for Glenn Beck. It's worked for Yaku Buyen's uh, mother. There are so many people here at Blaze within the Blaze family that it has worked for because it's a very, very strong anti-inflammatory, targets that inflammation, and it can actually change your life if you can get out of pain. It did mine. I just suggest you try it. 70% of the people who go order their three-week quick start go on to keep ordering more because that many people it's working for. So the odds are in your favor. It can work for you. You can do that by going to Relief Factor factor.com get that three-week quick start over at relieffactor.com all right a florida high school was fined and put on probation for allowing a boy to compete in girls sports because of course this is a violation of florida law the florida high school athletic association informed monarch high school and its principal that the school permitted a biological male to participate on the girls' volleyball team during both the 2022-23 and 23-24 girls' volleyball seasons. Uh, so there was an investigation into it, and so now the school was fined $16,500 for the number of games the boy participated in over two seasons. Uh, and they found this out through, there was a complaint to the school district, the student's name was not revealed, um, but there was a, an NPR report that said that the student allegedly began acting and dressing as a girl at age three, was diagnosed with gender dysphoria by seven, and began taking puberty blockers at 11, followed by estrogen at 13. So... That's great. That's, you know, I mean, it's just it's just child abuse. So, well, hey, yeah. why not? Why not just say, let's enable child abuse and let's let boys in girls sports. What could possibly go wrong? It's not like we've seen any women's heads bashed in ever from that. Have you noticed they're always a beast? Like, they never look like you. They always look like you. <laughs> the shoulders are always out the ear. Yeah. If it was some, like, fey little gay boy who was, like, five feet tall and weighed Real. 80 pounds, you'd be yeah. like, okay, I kind of get the argument a little bit. But it's always like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just one of the gals. And I love me some rugby. Now, Nancy. Nancy is the name. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like Leah Thomas. I mean, yeah. even when yeah. you watch I would this kill dude. for Leah Thomas's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> When you watch them, just when they dive into the water, he's like so far ahead of them. Well, Trump said that the person next to him gets wind burns when he does the butterfly. <laughs> That's so funny. So, I mean, good on Ron DeSantis. This is why it's so important for states to start fighting back on this. I mean, but, but I don't, not far enough. They didn't go far no, enough. No, not far enough, but it's. That's a BS fine. 16,000. That was the next thing I was going to say, was 16,500. I don't know how. I don't know how big this school district is or this high school is, whether or not 16,000 is going to be a drop in the bucket or whether or not they're going to reevaluate. They're going to keep doing this crap until, as we discussed before, there's this big-time nuclear weapon pointed straight back at them. A big-time nuclear weapon, in my opinion, would have been de decertify that school, fire, yes, you fire get the no superintendent, state funds. Um, haul the parents' butts up there and put them under charges for child abuse, like you said, mm -hmm. something like that. 
I mean, come on, this is absolutely the parents' fault. Yeah. The, the yeah. parents did this to this poor kid. You know, three, age three. I have a three-year-old. I have a three-year-old. In no way, shape, or form can my three-year-old comprehend. I got something kind of heavy to drop on you. Um, And I thought about this. I'm a dude. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Believe me, I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna be freaked out. (laughs) That that was in between geopolitical conversations about Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's like. Why would you tax? (laughs) <laughs> a company that's generating income for the community. Am I crazy here? Am I taking cuckoo pills? Where did the Elmo voice come from? <laughs> I, will, I will say. Capital gains at 20% is inhibiting the small businessman, clearly. I will say my three-year-old did for nap. Um, he was read one of the Tuttle Twins books. It was like the ABCs of Liberty. And every time we read it, we're like, I don't know why he likes this book. Because it talks about like capital gains and bodily autonomy and all the types of things. I'm like, he has no idea what this is. I don't know. He just loves it. So it's really funny. But to your point, he also does tell us that he's a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah which is not true. Are you sure? He said it. I'm 99% positive. Well, he said it. And listen, if I'm if I'm doing what all of these leftist mentally ill mothers are doing, I'm like, oh, I... Listen, my son told me that he identifies as a dinosaur. I should take him seriously. And the kids have these phases where they are passionate. Like my, yeah. my middle child was into Spider-Man so much he'd wear out suits. The, the crotch reeked of urine. He would put it on the second he got home and it was just would wear them out. And now if he's, he's 15, if I said Spider-Man to him, he'd have no idea who I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They, Wait, you mean kids like grow out of Yes. Things? I know I'm blowing your mind here. Really? You know what's going on in my neighborhood in Westchester, in the suburbs of New York City? It's the opposite of this problem, where parents are making their girls sign up for baseball. And you go, okay, I, I, get, I don't have a problem with that. If you're, the, if you're way too good for softball and you're just a beast, yeah. then I guess Weird. come on in here and you can thrive. And they always suck. <laughs> so they're sitting there striking out. They don't even why swing. Why would you do that to your kids? It's a flex. It's like we're thinking outside the box. Our girl's a baseball gal. She's too good for softball. And you're like, okay, why did she blow chunks? Right. She's terrible right. at this game. Huh. We're all, these parents are, it's like Munchausen by proxy. It they want to show off that they're different than other families. And yeah, my daughter does jujitsu and she does uh, baseball, not softball. And you're like, okay, you're cool. But her life sucks. Yeah. Because she would have way more fun playing softball. Yeah. We need to get out of these children's lives and stop yeah. using them to, as, a, as an accoutrement. I also, I, um, I know it, I am very different now because to Gavin's point, we all go through phases as we're growing up, but I was very much a tomboy. Like I did not like makeup. I did not wear dresses. I climbed trees. I played in the dirt. I played sports. I was sports. trans when I was a teenager. I had really? double D breasts. Yeah. They were balloons. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I would wear my mother's clothes and my name was uh, Alexa. <laughs> And I had a boyfriend. I was a lesbian, so I, you know, it's really complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. I don't look back at that. I'm glad I didn't do anything. Like chop your penis off? Yeah. Yeah. It was tempting. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I do remember being 20 and going to the college doctor and saying, I want my tubes tied because the world's overpopulated. That's not, first part was a joke. (laughs) 
That part's not a joke. That part's true. That part's true. That I remember, part's and the doctor, true. thank God, was like, what? No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> right, we gotta go to another quick break. Want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Fume. So cold turkey, I don't know, you might like it on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. It's called Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. It's a, a very innovative, award-nominated device. It's completely natural. It uses flavored air instead of vapor, and it has these all-natural flavors instead of harmful chemicals. They've got a bunch of, they've got white cranberry, they've got an orange vanilla, they've got maple pepper, for some of you adventurous folk, and it has an adjustable airflow dial and movable parts so you can de-stress while using it. So maybe you've put off stopping something because you think that it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, uh, and they have served over 100,000 customers. They have thousands of success stories. There's no reason that can't be you. So join Fume today. You can pick up the Journey Pack over at tryfume.com. Use code NEWS to save 10%. That is tryfume.com. Use code NEWS to save an additional 10%. All right, so I want to uh, want to read this headline to you from the Post Millennial. No whites allowed at Boston Mayor's Christmas party for electeds of color only. And this was apparently a gaffe from the uh, the mayor's office. Libs of TikTok posted about it. It was an email sent by the office of Mayor Michelle Wu to invite officials to the electeds of color holiday party and uh, mistakenly sent to all city council members, including the white ones. So now they're like, oh, my gosh, we're really sorry. Sorry about that. Um, we did not mean to send it to you. We didn't mean any ill will. Uh, but racism is back in style and because we're people of color and we're black we can't be racist so we're just going to exclude the white folk i guess i think it's great we're bringing back segregation <laughs> we tried it we tried not doing segregation no one liked it so now we just go yeah there's two different fountains because your fountain's better it's an empowering fountain and they're like okay and you sit at the cool part of the bus the back of the bus that's the fun part and they're like okay and you go to your black school because it's a better school. It's empowering. <laughs> All right, do you promise you're not trying to trick me? No, it's for you. <laughs> We've rebranded segregation. They really have. <laughs> it's so weird. And everyone's like, if, if you don't agree with segregation, you're the racist. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. You, you, fl you flip the color rolls on this and imagine the organizations and agencies that would have gotten involved. Holy crap. Oh my God, whites only? Al yeah. Sharpton would just have a heart attack on air, you know, just for the <laughs> symbology. Well, it's also funny how Asians <laughs> don't think they're white. Like the, there's this, this misunderstanding yeah. that comes from the Klan, where the Klan go, one drop, you're not one of us. That's like 17 guys, okay? And they're dying today. Yeah. yeah. The rest of us, I would define like a, a, a people of color as someone where they move in next door and you're like, ah, that's a bummer. So no one minds if an Asian moves next door. No one minds if an upper middle class black guy moves next door. Denzel Washington's moving next door. Cool. Yeah. Everyone get a selfie. <laughs> Peruvians, Mexicans, Lebanese. Like no one goes, oh great, some lebs moved next door. <laughs> so it's like ghetto, well probably a few hillbillies, mm -hmm. but like super ghetto, like 7% of, or half of the 14% maybe. And then, then there was only be racists that were like, oh great, Shaniqua moved next door. So we're talking about 7% of the population. The other 93 are white. Right. She's not a, a mayor of color. She's a white. Well. Her husband's white. Her kid's white. 
It's that's a great point. Um, they also so there was one of the I should just say a, a, an elected of color council <laughs> member. Tanya Anderson said, this was her quote, it's completely natural for elected officials of color to gather for a holiday celebration uh, and, you know, intentionally exclude their colleagues based on race because um, many groups celebrate and come together in various ways. And it's not about excluding anyone. Instead, it's about creating spaces for like-minded individuals to connect and support each other. So, okay, let's do white males. Right, great. right. And also, what do you mean? I mean, like-minded individuals has nothing to do with the color of your skin. So how do you make that connection? Well, that's exactly what she's doing. She's saying that people of color have a different brain. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And, and, like, what? and the conceit is that brain comes from constant racial abuse. Right. And it all goes back to this, this mythical Klansman that's like, well, looky here, boys. We got a Peruvian. <laughs> Thinks he can meander in here and drink with us. <laughs> Not on my watch, chinchilla eater. <laughs> like, we're, the bad guy they created doesn't exist. Right, right. So they're just like, oh, I wasn't allowed to go to this, and I wasn't allowed to go to that, and he called me a chinchilla eater. So can we at least huddle together in the storm of racism and, like, talk to each other about how horrible our lives are? Which, that, that bad guy well, that doesn't exist is actually pretty funny because that person, if he did exist... He would not be able to hold a job. Yes, you know yes, what I mean. Yeah. The yeah. feds would be knocking on his door. He'd be like, "I work at the bank. Can I be fired tomorrow, please?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Peruvian next door. Let me tell you about him again. I saw a movie the other day, and there was a colored woman in it. <laughs> yeah, where is that guy? Really? What, what movies can you watch? <laughs> They're eating Chinese food. <laughs> what the hell? Vein coming out of his forehead. That you know? Crazy like, food. <laughs> Millipedes in that. <laughs> what the heck's going on? <laughs> Like, who's your bad guy, dummies? <laughs> <laughs> to your point, there was a story just, I think it was last week, that some black woman was caught trying to, like, burn down Martin Luther King's oh, yeah, birth home. Yeah, yeah. Or where he lived when he was a kid. It's like, yeah. when you have to go so far as to make up your own racial crimes, these are hoaxes, when you have to go that far just to prove that racism is still alive and well in America... Perhaps, maybe, you should reevaluate whether that's true. Yeah, that 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 that, that made-up white dude, that crazy white racist dude, is all of them. Like they're like yeah. saying this guy exists, but that's all of them. Yeah. Like there's not a white guy going, "Oh my God!" Like all the black people, they're the ones that are going, "White people are evil." Yeah, this guy wakes up. I'm gonna burn down Martin Luther King's house today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just the morning. That's just the morning. That's just the morning. Yeah. Wait do you see the afternoon, boys. <laughs> it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> oh, and and the, the thing that goes confuses me is, why do you want that guy so bad? Like, I don't care right. about that guy. I don't right. need him in my life. I would like a, a supermodel naked lady. Uh, th she's pretty. On board. But that's great. I want, there's a, something I would do with that. But this guy... They need him so bad that when they get an inkling that he exists, they grab it like they're in a baton rally and just run. <laughs> like the, the kid who had the, the chief headdress on, uh -huh. and half his face was black. They're like, yeah. I got black face! Yeah. And they're running and they're like, wait, wait, you might want to check the other side of his face. No, no, I'm good! <laughs> and they're off because they got their bad guy. Yeah, it's a bizarre compulsion. It really is. Did you did you watch that uh, that Netflix show that let the world go or whatever? The, the Obama one. Yeah, the Obama oh, one, which no, I didn't know. Yet. I checked into that. Well, there was that. There's this one scene that you might have seen on Twitter where they're like, you know, we can't trust anybody, especially not them white people. Mm -hmm. 
Can, yeah. Good gosh, can you trust me? <laughs> <laughs> Better not trust me, boy. You're gonna regret it. Don't put your eggs in this basket. <laughs> We were talking earlier about the uh, transgender issue. I want to play a video of a transgender male that thinks that she's actually, fellas, she's more of a man than you because she had to work harder for it. Watch. If a transphobe ever says something to me like, you'll always be a woman, you'll never be a man, I love to hit him with my low voice. And I look at them and I go, I'm more of a man than you'll ever be. I had to work for my masculinity. What work did you do? I got like, wedgied. <laughs> <laughs> not literally none. They did no work because they were born with a penis. It's I really had easy. to fight Barry Pueblo at the abandoned baseball diamond at 320. Like we, <laughs> right. we had to fight a lot as young men. It sucked. Also, my last name was Buttrell, so yeah, I thought Jason I, feels I had bad. to sling these quite a bit. <laughs> also, you'll notice she had to make her voice lower. It was yeah, that yeah, yeah. she had to like go lower. That took effort. And it doesn't take effort for them. It was a real Brenda Vaccaro too, like tampons. Hi, I'm. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts.